great future. We're talking real money. Well, I think the president's right. I actually agree with him. Although he said it in rather inarticulate fashion, I agree with the concept. What did he say? Well, earlier today, he tweeted, (laughs) I know you're surprised. He tweeted, quote, when the so-called, quote, rich guys, unquote, speak negatively about the market, you must always remember that some are betting big against it and make a lot of money if it goes down. Then they go positive, get big publicity. He didn't say publicity. I did. Get big publicity. <laughs> I can't say publicity. Get big publicity and make it going up. Then you get both ways. Barely legal? Question mark. Unquote. <laughs> I didn't edit that at all, as you can tell. Anyway, uh, what he's talking about is uh, big hedge fund guys. You know, guys with billions of bucks to bet on the market. And here's what they do. And it's legal. But it shouldn't be. They can buy a bunch of puts against the market or a company or they can go short and then they can go on CNBC or Fox News or do a piece in the Wall Street Journal or whatever it might be saying good things or bad. Well, saying in this case, bad things about the market. Then they can go the other way. They can be long the market and then get online and say good things about it, knowing that because they're perceived as experts, even though they're not, they will actually move the market. TV and, well, the media, print too, online, radio. We're talking about powerful media. And it shouldn't be legal. There should be something that they have to, you know, have to go up on the screen or a disclaimer at the end saying, yeah, I could be profiting from this information. Don't you think? It bothers me. I mean, when I say I think stocks are going to go up long term, <laughs> really, I'm just saying that that's what they've done for a long time. I don't stand to profit by it. I don't sit around telling you it's going to go down sometime. They're t- they're profiting by playing the market. And I don't like it. So I'm with you, Donald J. Trump, President of the United States. It's not going to do any good, but I'm with you. All right, let's get to some housekeeping stuff. First, I'd love to offer you the opportunity to send your questions in. There are two ways to do it. You can send them in at TalkingRealMoney.com using the contact form, or you can call them in. Now, I've been wondering for several weeks why I wasn't getting calls at 855-935-TALK. I knew it was working to call the show, And I called and I heard my voice. I didn't go any farther than that. So over the past couple of days, I've been researching it and I found out there was a problem with the messages that you were leaving getting forwarded to me. And the only ones I was able to recover after a lot of work were those going back about two weeks. So today... I am going to answer a ton of your questions that were called in. If you do not hear 
and have not heard your question answered on the podcast and you've called it in, I want to first apologize for this technical snafu and ask you to please recall 855-935-TALK with your question because I've got a couple of days now where I can catch up on everything. I'll try to get as many as I can in today and get those answered for you in the podcast. So if you would do that for me, I'd really appreciate it. Again, my apologies. If you didn't hear your answer, I will get it. You just have to call me back because they didn't save. Okay? So that's today's Q&A part of the program. And we're just going to get those going right now. Hi, I live in the Seattle area and I'm looking to invest uh, 50, 60,000. And I thought about using Edelman Financial, but I was curious what your guys' thought was for their 1.75% fees. Just wondering if the fee price is average for under 250000 or if it is indeed expensive. Thank you so much. I hope I caught you in time before you did something, because in fact, I do believe that Edelman Financial Engines fees are way too high, particularly under a million dollars, and very much so at the low end. Edelman, though, is now Edelman Financial Engines. These two giant investment advisory firms merged. And Edelman can get away with it because he's got this national radio show that he pays to put on stations all over the country. 1.75% is outrageous for a RAP fund fee. And as a matter of fact, that is really close to the stupid fee of the big brokerage firms who are in the, uh, like Morgan Stanley, who's 2%. It's way too much money. As a matter of fact, if you even at a, even at a million dollars, Edelman charges too much, in my opinion. If you have a million dollars invested with uh, Edelman Financial Engines, your average annual fee is one and five eighths percent, approximately about one point six and change. That's just too high. Go to Vanguard, get the uh, the two fund solution there, the total world stock index and the bond index, if you want to uh, balance the portfolio out and then rebalance. And you'll pay less than one-tenth of 1%. It's a lot less. 855-935-8255. I think I figured I got everything fixed and it's supposed to work now. I hope. So call us with your questions and I will answer them on the podcast. And if you don't hear the answer to your question, call it in again. Let's go to this one next. Hi, Tom and Don. Uh, big fan of the show. Uh, I had a question uh, related to uh, actually one of your favorite guys, Dave Ramsey. Um, I personally am a big Dave Ramsey fan. And I know you guys are somewhat fans of some of his advice, especially the debt reduction and things of that nature, but are not big fans of his investing strategy. And to tell you the truth, I actually invest um, not according to his recommendations as well. I I do more of a Paul Merriman uh, and combined with your guys' uh, philosophy. But I was wondering if anyone or you're aware of or you guys have looked at what the average rate of return is on his suggestion of the four funds that he recommends or four categories, which I think are growth, 
growth in income, aggressive growth in international. I'm just curious to see how that would compare to uh, a more diversified uh, traditional type uh, portfolio, a 60-40 split, something like that. Anyway, uh, appreciate all the advice and information you guys provide and love the show. Thanks a lot. Bye. I I think the only good advice Dave Ramsey gives is to get your derriere out of debt. That's good. But the rest of it, particularly investing, is just spurious. It's so off. It's so wrong. It's so wrong. You'd think the man would actually look up the numbers. And I'm glad you asked that question. It's something I've never done because it's tough to do as he doesn't give you specific funds. However, you can, and many have, gleaned from his commentary which fund group he is talking about. And that is the American Funds Group, which is sold by brokers of whom the majority of his recommended advisors, or whatever they're called now, smart vesters, uh, are made. A lot of them, Ed Jones people, who Ed Jones loves American funds. And, and I have to give American funds credit. They are very good funds for actively managed funds. I don't, I wouldn't use them, but they're okay. And that 12% average return he spouts off about all the time. You, you can tell from that that he's probably talking about American funds because he dates it to 1934. And 1934 is when the Investment Company of America from American funds started. And since then, it's returned about 12% per year. In fact, since its inception back in 1934 um, through today or I guess yesterday, the 12th of May, 2020, it's returned about 11.88% per year. But remember, that includes lots of big, bad years along the way in which you would have lost 50% in some of those periods. And, um, you know, Dave would say to that, well, that's why you need one of our advisors. Well, they're not really advisors. Remember, these are commissioned salespeople. The load on Investment Company of America is 5.75%, five and three quarter percent at the highest end. And, um, and, and the annual fees are higher than they would be on an index fund. So while it does illustrate the value of staying invested, I'm telling you, I don't think, generally speaking, stockbrokers are the best people to manage your money. They tend to be relatively young. They tend to move around a lot in the industry. And when a new broker comes in and they get a book, they like to churn the book and generate another commission. So this argument that your pro advisor is going to keep you invested as opposed to you managing your money yourself, is a bit spurious because the only pros I believe will do that and do that consistently are fee-only, 100% fiduciary, non-commissioned advisors. It's the only ones I believe will. Now, you asked about the four funds. Well, somebody, I haven't, I didn't do it, but somebody over at Seeking Alpha back in 2015 did do that. He took four funds, growth and income, uh, growth, aggressive growth, and international, split it up four ways, and started in 91 and then carried that through to 2015. He used American Funds Fundamental Investors, A-Shares, uh, AMCAP, American Funds Euro-Pacific Growth, and Small Cap World. The fees on these averaged, uh, the commissions, 4.09%. 
And the average annual return for that period through the end of 2014, so I guess that would be 15 years, was 9.43%. But bear in mind, again, this is a 100% equity portfolio. All stocks, all the time. Incredibly volatile. As a matter of fact, in this portfolio, between 2008 and 2009, it plunged from almost $200,000 to just over $100,000. So a decline of almost 50%, which would have scared the dickens out of a lot of people. I think Dave gives pretty terrible investing advice. I think that if he was suggesting you go to fee-only, 100% fiduciary advisors, and they were paying him, I'd be a lot happier. But what he's doing right now I don't think is all that good for most investors. Thanks for the call. Again, call anytime. 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. And I think I'm going to sneak one more in for today, and uh, we'll get some more in tomorrow. You can also send your questions in to TalkingRealMoney.com. Use the contact form and just type it up that way. And now let's go to this call. Good morning. This is Jay. My question is, my current financial advisor works for Thrivent. He is going independent. Should me and my wife go with him or stay with Thrivent? Thank you. Hmm, a multiple choice question. I like those usually, except the only problem here is there's no choice C. I don't like A or B, so I want to go with C. Can I take C? Um, Thrivent, I, I, I don't like Thrivent. They're a commissioned mutual fund and stock selling house with full commissions, full commissions usually populated with people who are nice. They're so nice. And you like your advisor, so you want to go along. But my guess is that unless your advisor is going to a 100% fee-only firm, which I doubt, you do not go with him because he's probably going to another commissioned house. You can certainly ask him and then call me back. But I can Definitely tell you I wouldn't stay with Thrivent because they're a commission firm. They're they're a sales-oriented organization, not an advice-oriented organization. That's the difference. You don't want commissioned advisors, period. Never. You want to pay a fee of some kind. Hourly fee, percentage of assets, as long as it's below 1%. You don't want to pay commissions. Just don't do it. So... Uh, I would take choice C, none of the above, and then call us, call me back and let me know, what do you have? How much money is in your portfolio? How is it invested? What's your level of risk tolerance? Go take our risk quiz at TalkingRealMoney.com and find out what your risk tolerance is. You need to know things about you before you can properly invest, and I'd be willing to bet your Thrivent advisor didn't get to know you, your needs you, your risk tolerance you and build a properly diversified portfolio for that you. Thanks for the call. Thank you all for the calls. Again, I apologize. I don't know where they went, but they went whoosh. So, call us. 
855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255, and let me answer your questions here on the show. You can also send them in to TalkingRealMoney.com. Use the contact form because I know you have questions, and you know if you've listened to these podcasts that we're not here trying to sell you something. We're trying to help, and we're trying to help in a way that's best for you, not for us. Otherwise, we'd be telling all of you just to sign up with us. And that's not the case. You know, For everybody's different, but I can tell you the things you don't want. You don't want people who lie. You don't want people who obfuscate. You don't want people who aren't transparent. You don't want people who charge big, fat commissions and generally don't disclose them. Most people we run into who have commission brokers don't even know they were paying commissions. That's sad. That should have been explained up front. But they're afraid. Because they're afraid it will lose them their commission. Does that tell you anything? Thanks for listening. Please tell a friend about the podcast. Spread the word. Subscribe. Keep listening. Take care. I'm Don McDonald. Talking real money. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately, consistently predict the future. So past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That's a wrap.